0: Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. It's time for another episode of Wicked 101. Where you at, motherfuckers? Welcome back. It's your boy Defect, and I got a great, fucking awesome, special guest for you guys tonight. He goes by Sutter Kane. If you don't know about Sutter Kane, he is the ghetto metal king. Ever so deep records, man. We're about to get him to him tonight. If you don't know what's up, it's it's going down. Two weeks ago, we tried to have him on. Technical difficulties, my bad. But I think we got all that shit worked out. Um, so uh, this uh, so this is what we're gonna do, man. Um, I'm gonna play uh, a video from my man, um, and then uh, I think we're gonna be able to get him on the line. I I hear he's about ready. So that's what we're gonna do we're gonna play his video uh and we're gonna talk to the man himself man without further ado so uh this is dark midnight off his new record dark midnight here we go what up man how you doing tonight
1: yo peace what's good my nigga can you hear me
0: i can hear you can you hear me
1: i can hear you fine i can hear you really fine you can hear me You you finally got this thing up and running now huh oh my god
0: man let me tell you it was a nightmare man because uh yeah, it was it was crazy, man. I had all kinds of technical difficulties that night. I don't think it was meant to be that night. And
1: uh, no, nah, I don't think so either, man. Cause I was at the gym and I totally <laughs> forgot it was at six o'clock. Right. And everything, y'all. I was getting my swole on so I could take my shirt off on stage. My man you know, was out there crushing weights.
0: He's supposed to be doing an interview. Yeah, he you ran know what I'm home saying? for real. And then Crush, right, crushing weights and taking the juice. And then right taking before juice. I brought him live. The, everything crashed i couldn't get the stream back up but i uh i, I had to format my goddamn computer reinstall the software it was a nightmare Up, i turned out it was a piece of ram that was bad and it was fucking oh for out. real oh yeah yeah. you must yeah. have a pc no it was a mac it's a mac. no shit it's a dope man mac, Damn, mac. But, well uh, they do
1: get their shit in china so i don't know
0: yeah 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 so uh so what's going on tonight man you uh you got uh you got a lot to talk about tonight huh yeah man. Shoot, I'm
1: in the studio now, literally, bro. And stuff, man. I've been up uh since yesterday mixing uh this new Donnie Darko album and everything. We finally almost done with it. We got like five more tracks of production, but uh the songs that I have now, I'm just gonna go ahead and start mixing and getting all that done and everything, man. But yeah, it's been producing, 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 man. I know niggas been asking like, yo, when you gonna come out with your album? It's coming, yo. It's coming. You feel what I'm saying? And everything yeah. is definitely coming. And everything. For right now though, I'm um I just dropped that Apollo Valdez album, that Dark Midnight album. And uh it did good, man. I like that album a lot. It was a really dope album. And after that I wanted to follow up with the Donnie Darko album and then have mine by wintertime. I can't release my music in the summer, man. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not a summer person. Like I hate the summer. What's wrong with the summer? It's too fucking hot, man. It's like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like what kind of dark music can you make in the summertime? Like for real. I like, think I mean, about I it, really. I can feel like, what you. What kind of dark music do you make in the summertime?
0: I mean, I feel you. Like, what
1: can you complain about in the summer besides the heat? You want to make a whole album about the heat? I guess you're right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm the type of nigga who could live in Eastern Europe and never come back and be fine with that. Right. And stuff, yo, for real. Like, I need, like, I need the, the clouds and the cold weather. Like, this heat shit ain't for me, bro. Like, I can <laughs> never live on a tropical island. Like, I'll be miserable.
0: But you're, you're from New York, though, right? So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's exactly. to some degree, it's always cold out there, though
1: right basically and it's always cold out there definitely man and stuff i mean real, I'm, but
0: I'm not far away i'm in michigan so the weather changes every five minutes here so you know what's
1: the weather like there now
0: right now it's great it's uh 75 degrees and sunny partly cloudy uh, so you
1: must be like a, you must be a summer person because you said you said it really happy just now Well, 75 though, man, it isn't really that here. hot
0: like you know you go to cali you you get up to the, the hundreds like every day for, for weeks and weeks. That I can't handle that. But 75, that I, I, Cali, I can handle
1: man. I used mean, to live in Cali, man. Cali's,
0: oh gosh.
1: And so I couldn't get into that shit and stuff, yo, for real.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. I'm, 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 you, I'm down with the winter too. I just don't like driving in the winter, you know? Like, yeah. you get the roads, to get all fucked up, you know? But if it wasn't for no, that, I'm, you, I'm down. Man. I'm down with the winter other than that.
1: No, I totally feel you, man. That's uh, for real, dude. I totally feel you. How you been though? Pretty good.
0: Man, working. You know, between uh, I, I spent the last two weeks getting this rig back up so we could do this tonight. I mean, it, it's been a lot nice. of work. Nice.
1: Well, I appreciate it. In
0: the middle of mixing, it. mixing a project or two. I got a couple of projects I'm mixing and engineering myself, so I stay on the grind too, man. But I didn't
1: know, know you mix engineer. No shit. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I rap. I engineer. I mix. I do. I do all kinds. Of, I'm I'm a behind the scenes guy and I'm the stage guy. So I'm,
1: I'm always
0: always grinding, man. We, you know, what's funny, man, is like, I've seen your name for years and years and years and years. Right. But, and we, we know a lot of the same people, but me and you have never crossed paths before this wicked one-on-one thing, you know? Yeah. Um, So it's kind of interesting because I, I know a lot of the people you fuck with like Psycho and Lex and and McNasty and uh you know a lot of people that you've worked with but we we never really crossed paths like that so this is gonna be cool man um but I gotta be honest with you man you know like I've seen you grinding and doing your thing but until you were gonna be a guest on here I didn't I didn't really know your music that well so I've been like exploring your catalog for like two months now and I feel like I've barely scratched the surface because there's so much going on there and uh and I, I got to say that I'm a fan now, you know, but uh, before I, you know, I, I I didn't really know your shit that well, you know, so um, this is going to be cool. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a student in my own class, man. You know, this Wicked 101, it's, class, yeah, you. It's, about, it's about learning the history, and I love the history of the Wicked shit and uh, hip hop in general, and I love learning about it. So tonight you're going to school me, man. Um, so uh, with that, man, like being about the history and stuff, uh, take, take us back, man. What got you into into music? And uh, uh, let's start when you were a babysitter, Kane.
1: Um, what got me into music? Um, seeing crackheads walk down the block got me into music and everything. Crack, crack cocaine got me into music. And stuff. So seeing that, you know what I'm saying? It inspired me to make some hard shit and be like, you know, I'm gonna make some hard music and make this shit pop, you know what I'm saying? But no, that's not really how it happened, man. <laughs> and so that's not really how it happened. I feel happening. like there's more to the story stuff, there. You feel know what I'm saying? And stuff I got inspired by, uh, by water roaches. But no, freaking, um, uh, yo man, I just always like music, man. I've always been into music. Uh, I was more of a metalhead growing up than a rapper. I, I never, like growing up, I never was into rap like that. Like you feel know what I'm trying to say? I didn't get into rap until like junior high school, I would say. I got, I think the first rap album I bought was uh, an Easy, uh, Easy e album. I think it was the one where he was dissing Dre and stuff. Yo. That's when I got into rap, you feel what I'm saying? But before then, it was, like, hardcore metal, man. Like, I was a super metal head before then, you feel what I'm saying? Like, Faith No More, um, oh, man, tons of bands, man, off the top of my head, like, tons, man. So I was more into metal. And then I got into uh, hip-hop around, like I said, junior high school, I got into hip-hop. And then once I heard Wu-Tang, it was over with. You feel what I'm trying to say? I thought I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is the dopest shit I've ever heard. So I got heavy into hip-hop from there, and then I started DJing. I I didn't want to be a producer, I didn't want to be a rapper, I didn't want to be none of that shit. All I wanted to do was fucking DJ and be a battle DJ. I just wanted to go and battle people. Like, you feel what I'm saying, like DMCs and stuff like that, like Rock Raider, uh, Executioners, like Rob Swift, like shit like that, that's all I wanted to do. You feel what I'm saying, and then later on, my dad's the one who got me into production and stuff. He said, um, why play somebody else's record when you can make your own? so you know what i'm saying so he, he, i got an npc and uh if people don't know what an npc is y'all definitely need to uh look that up you feel what i'm saying so i got an npc which is a drum machine by roger lynn um it was the most complicated piece of gear i've ever seen in my fucking life you feel what i'm trying to say like i let it sit in my room for like six months yo like i did not know how to use that shit. just let it everything. sit there like, collect was, the dust dude it was it was fucking complicated man like i've never like I didn't want to do this shit, man. Like honestly, I just wanted to just DJ. That's all I wanted to do is fucking DJ. I wanted to, my main goal was to be on the radio and DJ. That's it. That's all I wanted to do was DJ and learn all the new scratches. Like you feel what I'm saying. So when I got the MP, I uh, let it sit for six months, and then um, and then I started using it, man. I started running drum breaks through it, learning how to loop, and then uh, started when I started using it for a while. I would just take loops and just loop it, loop it, loop it. And then uh, I had a group at that time. It was me and my homeboy Usman. And uh, we would make like four-track demos and stuff, yo. He's the one who actually gave my name Bless and everything. He's the one who came up with my name, DJ Bless, believe it or not, and stuff, yo. We went to school together. And uh, he came up with the name. And then uh, it was me, him, and this nigga named Antoine. We had a group some bullshit group and everything we did like a lot of four track demos but in the neighborhood i thought i thought we thought we were the man like seriously like you feel what i'm saying like when you come out with your first demo tape or your first cassette tape back then it was cassette tapes you know what i'm saying right when you come out with your first cassette tape and niggas hearing that yeah yo, you think you like fucking on top of the world when in reality nigga, you used to only nigga on the block right like, you feel what i'm saying so <laughs> you ain't right. only known on your block right that's it so long story short i did all that i learned how to produce and then that's when it started to pop off yo like uh i say i was like 17 i ran into a guy named apollo valdez and that's the dude who uh, you just played just now the apollo valdez joint right. me and apollo went to school together and stuff yo and um he had a group called seven signs and that was the first real group i've ever produced like the first real group where we like actually went to a studio recorded it and put it out you feel what i'm saying And he used to play on the radio all the time. And mind you, at that time, I had a radio show popping. So I used to DJ too on the radio at like 16 and 17. You feel what I'm saying? So I took it from there. And then uh, I met another dude later on named Infinity, uh, the Ghetto Child. Uh, We had a song called Throw Your Fingers Up. I had to be like 18 at that time. That song was a huge radio hit, like big. Then I got signed to MCA. I had a big, gigantic deal over at MCA, like a huge deal. They looked at me as like a production prodigy. So I had a big deal over there at mca then uh what happened after that
0: but you were that and was then, that, um, that, that, that we was from
1: mca then after that i went to produce little kim over at capital Hold on, can you still hear me i think yeah yeah
0: i can hear you i was gonna say that that was all production like that wasn't um that no wasn't... this ain't
1: rapping we still we're still in the production phase right now right, right. we ain't get into the rapping yet right now, this is all production i didn't start rapping until like 2004 2005 and stuff you know like for real like black sunday niggas who know me you know what i'm saying who followed the black sunday trilogy that's when it started but i gotta lead up to that so from there i went to production i produced little cam i went to atlantic i used to work for atlantic and then i worked at Capitol. i produced stuff over there and then that's when the light bulb kicked on to say okay you know what i'm producing all these records for everybody else why the fuck am i doing my own shit for me and then that's when me and darko i ran into darko i met him and then uh yeah, man, we started the whole Black Sunday thing, man. The first album was uh, Black Sunday. Then after that was the world famous August Underground that everybody knows and asks me for to this day. And then that's how we started the whole ghetto metal thing, man.
0: And ever since then, I mean it's 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 always kind of had the, the metal influence, right? Even from the beginning. Yeah, ever
1: since then it's had the metal influence, man. Cause what I looked at it is, um, I grew up on metal, so basically I would hear breaks in the beats and the metal songs and be like, damn, I can like chop that up. Right there. You feel what I'm saying? I took the same theory as people do with hip hop and find the break and take that, chop it up, and then rap over it. Like, you feel what I'm saying? And this, it took off wonderfully. Right. And everything, you know, for real. And I put it to this way, man. I have so many classic albums to this day. You got to figure. I have August Underground. I have Black Sunday. I have Cycle to Snuff Reels. I have um, Emotional Disorder. I have Anxiety Theory. I mean, these are classic albums that sell for over like two or three hundred dollars on eBay. Like right. I have classic fucking albums. It's like, you feel what I'm saying? right? All from production and all from rapping and everything, you know, and there's mad other stuff that I produce that people don't even know I produced. Like, you feel what I'm saying? So I'm a producer first, rapper second. You feel what I'm saying? I just so happen to know how to rap and everything, but I'm a producer first.
0: And you have a lot of credential. I was just kind of, I mean, just a quick look at your Wikipedia. <laughs> like, it, it, exactly. like, it's it got it has got some crazy names. Kanye West, Scott Storch, uh, Sean Combs, Swiss Beach, Sean Money, Rick Rubin, R. Kelly, Lil Kim, like you said, Mystical. I mean... These are some big names, dude. Like, how yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying, man. No, definitely. My production, my production world is fucking huge. That's why the whole point. That's why I'm so busy all the time. I'm always producing. Like, I got a situation right now that I can't speak on. That's gonna be big. Like, I can't yeah. talk about it yet until August. August, I could talk about it. But right now, I can't say a word about it.
0: It's all but production. This is
1: gonna take my career to. This situation is gonna take my career to a whole another realm to where I'm in a class of my own. Like you get what I'm trying to say? And God stuff like you know, real. Like it's big. So the whole point is I still keep it real with the underground cats, but I still do my thing with the industry cats. Cause I look at it this way, man. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I've dealt in both worlds. I've dealt in the mainstream world and I've dealt in the underground world. Yo, you have your phonies and fakes in both. It's all about oh, what sure. you as a as a producer, rapper, engineer do with your own work. You feel what I'm saying? Cause I've been in the underground to where it's just a bunch of kids or a bunch of rappers who are just mad because they didn't make it in the mainstream. And then you have the mainstream who just can't fucking rap worth a shit and they just like puppets. Like you get know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So it's all about what you do as a producer, rapper, engineer, whatever. You feel what I'm saying? We're in the age of 2019 to where you can make your own way. You don't need no underground. You don't need no mainstream. You just need your talent and you. You know right. what I'm trying to say? And then you make your own way. And that's the model I've always had since 2005. I took a chance even do this underground shit to be with like you know I'm saying to do some hard shit and it's something that I personally wanted to do and everything I got tired of the industry cookie-cutter bullshit and how they tried to like maneuver people with my talent to make them do what they wanted to do not what I wanted to do right I'm trying to say so it was a chance taken here and everything you know for real and like I said man it's just what you do with it and you know how you how far you want to go with it
0: for sure and and so i get i get the vibe that like the the production aspect is your job and the rapping is i don't want to i don't want to call it a, a a hobby but it's secondary to like in terms of your what you're the moves that you're making and everything, right? Like, yeah,
1: I would say so. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I would say so. I put it this way yo, niggas can't fuck with me when it comes to rapping and stuff. Like, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm yeah. still one of the best underground, even some of these mainstream niggas I can rap, but that's not my main focus. My main focus is production. And to, and to be honest with you, nobody's with me with that either, right? Like, you get what I'm trying to say? So it's like, I kind of control both realms. And everything, yo, but my main focus once again is I just love producing. Like I really do, man. Rapping is dope. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got Darko, you got Apollo Valdez, you got a lot of psycho. Cycles to me is one of the to me, my favorite rapper is McNasty, hands down. That's one of my favorite rappers ever. And so is McNasty. And um also Psycho's a good,
0: dope. A good dude too.
1: Yeah, McNasty's cool as shit. He's one of my favorite rappers. Psycho's one of the best, like to ever do it, point blank period. Darko oh, is one sure. of the elite. You feel what I'm trying to say? Darko was one of the elite. Apollo was one of the elite. So these are guys who rap, and this is what they do. Like, they study this rap shit. You feel what I'm saying? Me, right. personally, I feel like I'm a guest in their world. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Right. When it comes to production, everybody else is just a visitor in my world. Like, you feel what right. I'm saying? They're guests in my world. But that's right. my thing. You feel what I'm saying? So right. that's what I'm saying is that even though I feel like I'm one of the best rappers, I don't, like, boast or brag about it because that's not my world. That's these guys' world. You feel what I'm trying to say? I just do what I do. For production, nah, niggas ain't fucking with me. I'm gonna be real with you, and so niggas ain't niggas can't even come close to me.
0: And I gotta say, you know, I follow your social media and everything, and uh, one thing that really sticks out to me is you, you, uh, you post a lot about equipment and uh, the stuff that you use. And I'm a gearhead, man. And you got you got. Dude, I'm cool... so glad you are. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> glad you are. I just I'm like you're posting all this dope shit. I'm like, what? how do, how does he afford all this shit? it has got you got it. There's had to have been a hit record. That allowed you to to, to do that because you got some dope, dope <laughs> shit, bro. And uh, thank you, man. I only have a fraction of that dope shit, and uh, a small, small fraction. Um, but what do you uh, if if you can? Let's talk about gear for a minute, man. Like, what are you? I did. I
1: would love to talk about gear. We could talk for the next hour about gear. this, oh, this
0: is where I get happy. Dope, <laughs> I'm down dude. for that. So, so what are you using, man? You, you got, I mean, you got your your rack. I mean, it, it looks like it's. I mean it's filled with gold mines, dude. Like what 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 are your no, secret it. weapons, man?
1: Okay, check this out. When it comes to the gear, man, <clears throat> I'm gonna start doing videos on uh what for what people I'm gonna start doing videos on what to purchase. Like that's coming up really soon. Actually it's probably starting tomorrow. I'm gonna start doing videos on what to purchase because a lot of people, like you said, like they see the gear, but they okay, what are you using and how would it incorporate to what I'm doing? So what I'm gonna start doing is showing, okay, yo, if you are a rapper and you trying to engineer your own shit, buy this piece here mixed with this piece. And to show an example, I did a record on these pieces already that you probably love, and this is how I did it. Like, you feel what I'm trying to say? And these are right. the pieces I use. So this way you're not just playing trial and error. Because when I was coming up, I had to do a lot of trial and error on what's good, what's not good. And unless you got, like, um, $50 million sitting in the bank, you can't buy everything at one time and try it all out. Like, you have to kind of go in increments. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I have a friend of mine oh, yeah. Yeah. who has, like, every piece of gear known to man. But, you feel what I'm trying to say? He can do that. Like, he can buy everything at one time and try it all out. Me, personally, I have been building like it up. Yeah, I like to build it up and, and get in increments and see what's good and what's not good. You feel what I'm saying? So uh, Us um, mortals
0: got to do it that way.
1: That's what I'm saying, for real, yo. Unless, like I said, unless you just got a shitload of money to blow then I say buy everything and just fucking try it out and see what you like. But me, I'm going to start guiding people like how I wanted to be guided on the gear and say, okay, yo, if you're trying to do this, this is how I do it. If you like my music, this is how I do it, and this is the gear that I use to do it. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like, right now, like, um, I'm really heavy into the uh, Rupert Neve stuff uh the west audio stuff um who else is really good bae is really good there's a couple of companies that's good man but um it's all about what you personally want to know man like for instance like even my drum machine collection man like um i'm heavy into the mpcs like i have all the mpcs i have a sp 1200 um like i've got some shit man but like i said man it's all about giving the viewer what they what fits for them and right you, you feel what i'm saying
0: right Hey, I don't want to uh, cut you off for a second, but your uh, your video feed is like turning white or something. You got like a lot of light no in shit. there or something. It's weird because nah, uh-uh. it, it's almost like if you move in front of the if you if you were to just go like this, like it would it feels like it would rest. Yeah, see, I don't know. If it's like if you don't move a certain aspect, it, it gets fucked up. I don't know. It's weird. Okay, how about now? Oh, you're perfect now. You're perfect now. Okay, like, yeah, I turned
1: that light off just there.
0: Okay, that that might have helped a little bit, but yeah, you look at
1: right? that man, so smart.
0: Hey, I, I don't know. It just seemed like when you were moving, like it would like wash the screen off. And oh, okay. and, and, and and when you the parts of you that weren't moving were just getting whiter and whiter and whiter. Anyways, it's fixed now. Um so drum machines, man. Uh what is the one that you like if you were stranded on a desert island, what is the, give me like a drum machine, a microphone, and a preamp that you would have to you would have to have with you?
1: I would go with the uh, my favorite, the MPC-1000. That's what I did August Underground on. That's what I did Cycle the Snuff Reels on. I did everything from August Underground on, on the MPC-1000. So I would go with the MPC-1000. A microphone, I would go with... Um, uh, probably like a SM7B or what you got right there. That's sure mic. You got a um.
0: Nah, this is, is just shore... this is just some bullshit. This is uh a...
1: no shit. I thought I thought that was a sure mic. Nah, it's a you digital sure a shore mic.
0: No, no, it's a it's a digital reference like fifty dollar uh, special. Works oh, good well, for the live one stream. Just you know? like that.
1: It's called a sure mic. You can go with a sure mic. Um, I forgot which one that is. It's the most deaf mic and stuff. It's like a hundred bucks, but it's a really good ass mic. It probably sm 7 with Yeah, sm58 that's what you would go i would go to i told you i'm a gearhead man Uh, there you go man yeah i would go with an sm58 or sm7b and the reason why i would go with those mics is because they're dynamic mics if you're on a desert island you don't have no fucking studio treatment so that means that you're going to be catching all the goddamn air and wind you feel what I'm trying to say. So I, I, I love that you. Mic.
0: I thought I love that you thought about it from a practical standpoint. You were just like, I'm going to pick the best mic that I know. You're like, it's going to be more practical to have a dynamic mic on a, on a desert island. Yeah, I, I love that.
1: Exactly. You feel what I'm saying. I so totally the, you don't feel want, it. Yeah, because you want the direct. You want the dynamic to be focused on you, not the damn wind and whatever else is around. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will go with the 1,000. Uh, preamp wise man, if you have electricity, I would go with a a, a 6176, which is the UA one I thought was really good, the Universal Audio 6176, which you have the 6102 preamp, and then you have the 1176 compressor on the right side, Yeah. and I think you're more than fine with that, and then, uh, I get get a MacBook and Logic, and then you're ready to go, fuck Pro Tools, I don't use Pro Tools no more either, for all y'all who... Use Pro Tools, quit that shit, and and delete it, and just use Logic or something else. Pro Tools is a complete ripoff.
0: Why do you say that? Because just, think just about the, it, man. Uh, the Pro Tools, annual fee or whatever they do.
1: Yeah, Pro Tools charges you monthly. They're late on all their updates. Um, and if a person like me who has a lot of gear, what they do is they I'm gonna tell you straight up, they charge people like me. Um, what is it? You have to buy their equipment, which is gonna run you about twenty five hundred dollars. And then you have to pay like a thousand dollars for the first year and then every annual i think is four hundred dollars like fuck that i can pay two hundred dollars for logic and be happy and have all the same features right
0: yeah i mean logic gets it done you know yeah i've I've always been a pro tools guy i mean that's what i you know that's what i've always used but uh but yeah logic will get the job done for sure
1: yeah no for sure man like uh, i've been using pro tools forever man for like over over 15 years but uh, this year I switched over to Logic, man. I was like, I'm done with this shit, man, for real. But speaking on gear, man, I got these new EQs and uh, dope as shit. These uh, Rupert Neve 551s. I've been I mean, I... using those on vocals, man.
0: I seen you showing those off on, uh, online. Um, yeah. What uh, What are you using as an interface to to handle all that outboard gear? Because you gotta. I mean, if you're if you're tra- are you tra- are you tracking on the computer and then sending it back out to mix and then bring it back in, or what do you? What's What's the process?
1: Yeah, basically what I'm doing is um, I have my Focusrite Claret, which people laugh at because it's a Focusrite, but I've been a Focusrite head since the '90s. I mean, you know honestly,
0: honestly, in terms of like the inexpensive interfaces, they're the best ones, in my opinion. You know,
1: I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I've had I've had the top of the line ones, and they're cool, but I mean, to be honest with you, the, the guy who buys your record does he say, hey, man, you know, he used this top of the line? fucking uh, preamp, I'm not preamp, but a top of the line interface, you know what I'm saying? Like he more cares about the sound and how, how the warmth of it sounds and stuff, not the damn interface. Right. So um, I use a Focusrite interface Claret, which I copped uh, probably about four years ago, five years ago. And I, uh, what I usually do is I run everything from my MPC into the gear and I, and I, hold on a second, what the fuck? I run everything from the MPC into the gear what the fuck? This damn Siri. Yo, fuck Siri. Siri keeps on popping up. <laughs> so, yeah, it's weird shit, man. So, drum machine into the gear. I EQ everything with the gear. You feel what I'm saying? To get the sound that I want. Like it's an old school 90s trick. So, I EQ everything, get the sound I want, and then I track it into Logic. And then once it's in there on my mix bus, that's when I run everything out. Like, to, uh, like my two leaves. Uh, to my West Audio uh, bus compressor and EQ and then that's how I tailor the sound you feel what I'm saying? But the whole texture is already tracked through the gear inside the computer. So this way I don't have to go back to the gear no more Got you.
0: Got you. So you're not you're not using like analog summing or anything like that? No, I
1: don't do the summing mixer thing, man. I'm gonna try it sooner or later, man. I got a company that wants to um, send me one and check out uh, so I'm gonna do it sooner or later. Tell them
0: to send me one don't <laughs> me <laughs> for real. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? You know, <laughs> I'm out here grinding. I i deserve a summing mixer.
1: You know what I'm saying? But believe it or not, I heard summing mixers are snake oil, man. I heard a lot of people say that. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet, though. But like I can't speak on it because I haven't tried it yet. But in in my case, man, if you got already got gear, man, you probably don't need a summing mixer. And if you do want to get a summing mixer, the ones that I recommend, but I haven't used it, but I just seen the good reviews and I've heard some good things about it. It's like the Phoenix Audio one I heard is really good. Um, The SSL one is good, if you're willing to pay the SSL money. That one is good. Um, And those are the two off the top of my head. I thought the Dangerous one I heard was clean. I heard there's no texture no sound, so it was just basically just space. I heard the Dangerous one is real clean.
0: That's kind of their thing, though. You know, like if you're just looking for clean, that's, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. I would check out the West Audio one, though, man. West Audio got one coming out. Uh, in August, they got an interface that they're coming out with, and they have a a machine called a Titan, and what you can do is take all the EQs and put it in one rack, and then somehow the the, uh, converter sums everything to each thing without using like a whole bunch of cords and stuff. It's like one wire.
0: Right, right.
1: Yeah, so they got that coming out.
0: And you're probably going to get it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I probably will get it. I probably am going to get it. Yo, if you see me me post about it, then yeah, it's going to probably... But right now, I'm gonna tell you my goal, man. God willing, this is my goal. I wanna get another 500 series rack full of the 551 EQs for vocals. Like those Neve EQs, those 551s, those things on vocals sound amazing. So I wanna pick up another rack and just fill it up with those, you feel what I'm saying, and rock those for vocals. But tomorrow or tonight, I'm gonna be making beats. So I'm gonna be posting stuff about drums. That's what everybody wants to know about me. Like, okay, How do you get your drums to knock? Right. So, I'm gonna be posting about that and what I use and stuff, yo. You know what I'm saying?
0: Nice. So and I'll I use a poll that tech for that. Are you putting that yeah, on man, Facebook I put... or what?
1: Yeah, I'll put it on Instagram and Facebook, yo. I'm on Go both, ahead. man, but I'm heavy. I'm more heavy on Instagram than anything and stuff, yo. I'm on both, but uh, I'm more heavy on Instagram and everything. I like the whole one minute thing. I can get everything done in like one minute. I don't have to make like a seven minute video.
0: Right. Or, or do like I'm doing and have a whole show and take up an hour and a half, you know.
1: Nah man, I love the show part. You know what I'm saying? We're giving some dope information. We should be paying these niggas, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, they should be paying us for this goddamn information.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So
1: yeah, no, all the damn information we're giving. You kidding me? Calm oh, And man. stuff, yo, for real. Niggas be trying to get tutorials on how to uh how to get this popping and stuff, yo. These masterclasses. And speaking of masterclass, I got a dope masterclass coming out, not knocking masterclasses. Okay, not I'm not knocking mine. i am knock everybody else's, but not mine. Handsome audio. June 30th in Raleigh, North Carolina. I will be there, and I think Darko will be there with me. Uh, we'll be there. I got a master class showing um, how I mix, and uh, I'm, I'm uh, endorsed by this beautiful company, uh, Handsome Audio. Nice. They got this thing called the Zulu, which is a tape emulator. It emulates two-inch tape and uh, I think quarter-inch tape, too. So I'm going to be showing how I use this thing with my beats and um, how I mix with it. So it's a big thing. They got a big, uh, handsome audio masterclass to throw in, uh June 30th. And if you come out there, let me know. I have T-shirts and everything, man. I'll be giving away, signing autographs, taking pictures with babies. You know what I'm saying? Don't bring your girl because I can't promise she'll come back to you <laughs> and stuff. Yeah? So I'm right. wanting you ahead of time.
0: <laughs> right. Well, look, you know i y- you, should, you should live stream that. Like, I, I want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I
1: wanna... No, I am going to live stream that and stuff. Nice. Damn, is it doing that
0: white thing again? It is. Just kind to do like one of these. I think that'll... Hold on a second. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay, we- now we in the
0: fucking dark. Yeah, it's... it's I, I think if you just wave your hand around the other side. Yeah, that's weird, man. The other side. Huh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that is oh, okay. weird. Oh yeah, man. there it goes. I don't, it's like I, wiping it's, it away. It, yeah, it's probably, the, it's probably the... Who knows?
1: You know, yeah, so now nah, June 30th in Raleigh, North Carolina, man, I'll be there um, showing this off with the beautiful people of Handsome Audio. There's another producer that's gonna be out there too and everything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gonna like give an elaborate setup on how he does stuff. I know he does um, tutorials and stuff, yo, and everything like that. I'm not really a tutorial guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm more of i uh, I'm making the beat to put it out to put it on iTunes type thing more than tutorials. Right. Like, you right. know what I'm trying to say? Like, so. I, I'm not really like, you know, okay, yo, we have to do it this way to this way. I'm just like, my nigga, this is how I do it and get my sound. If you like it, I'm
0: Yeah, yeah. You're you're welcome to take what you've what I've said and, and incorporate it into what you're doing. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? But- so that's how we
1: rock it. But yeah, the beautiful people of uh handsome audio, yo. For all you producers that want that that two inch tape sound and stuff, yo, this is the piece right here, man. Good on this shit knocks on drums too, man. On drums and vocals, I, uh, this thing is good, man. It makes like a $100 mic sound like a damn $1,000 mic. i would have to and check so, like, that
0: it's out.
1: Yeah, it's called a Zulu, man. It's, it's kind of dope, man. It's, it's kind of cool. a more
0: boutique-y uh, brand, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's boutique. Well, all, okay, check out. Once again, we're in 2019. A lot of these companies are boutique west audio's boutique um their boutique bae's boutique the only top brands as far as you gotta think of it like record companies the only top brands that's out is universal audio mandolin and focus right i think that's it maybe spl but everybody else is considered boutique nowadays man we're in like the plug-in era so right people right. buying gear is like you know what i'm saying that's like a uh a side thing nowadays man but um i keep the gear alive man i think plugins can never match up to gear in my opinion
0: they come close like i nah,
1: i mean some they, of them
0: like like the universal audio stuff's getting there you know but uh, no
1: i agree the the thing i don't like about the universal audio stuff is it lacks low end if you notice and stuff like bit. it has a it, they it lacks low end like they give a width where everything sounds big <clears throat> but the low end is never as big as the uh, gear like once you run it through the gear and you start pushing it that's when you start hearing it and everything, right. yo. Know, for real, you start hearing it. And then all these companies I'm talking about, the gear is not that expensive. It's not like you're buying a fucking Universal Audio for three thousand dollar LA2A. Like right. these gear is very affordable, man. I mean, we talking like for a tape emulator, we talking like seven fifty for a tape emulator. You know what I'm right. saying? That's like two plugins from Universal Audio right. and stuff. And uh, yeah, you know, like honestly, that's like two plugins. Right. So and then even with the West Audio stuff, we talking like. 1500 that's like four plugins from Universal Audio so it's like instead of buying four plugins let me just save up that money and get a piece of gear
0: right and just over you know the course of 20 years you've accumulated what you have which is from what I've seen a pretty dope setup
1: thank you man I appreciate it man. I've actually had more than this man but I sold off a lot of stuff that I wasn't using and everything else so now I'm just getting stuff that I personally would use every single day
0: What uh, what's your vocal chain like like at, uh, at Uh, actually, my vocal chain just switched up. Check this out. Hold on a second. Oh shit.
1: This is going. This is going back to the wonderful people of Universal Audio because my 1176 I broke oh, and everything. Man. So they're gonna be, yeah, they're gonna be sending me another one and everything. I think it got broken shipping, honestly, bro. But this piece right here, everybody, if you want to be a producer or a, um, a vocal, like you want to be a rapper and you want some dope vocals this piece right here is a monster 6176 right the 6176 this is all you need right here yo this one piece it's underrated really it's so dope man it's so dope dude and uh what i usually do is i switch out the tubes so hold on is that white thing again yeah i switch out the tubes you feel what i'm saying to make it uh sound the way i want and everything yo. but right now since that's going back to the store i have the uh the neve 1073 going into a la2a
0: Nice, that's actually uh, that, that's actually the same uh, signal chain they got up at uh, uh, Magic Ninja.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. did yeah. well, they, well they got a they got How a they got a, Neve, they
0: got a Neve clone actually. It's it's a Vintec. Um, but, oh, they got the Vintec. Yeah, I yeah. know that guy. I know the guy who uh, owns that company. They're solid though. They're solid.
1: Yeah, Vintec um, is dope. Vintec's but, been around. They got a big low end, man. Vintec's got a fat
0: ass low end. Yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to be giving away other Magic Ninja secrets, but yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, Neve clone Going into the LA-2A And then uh, Into Pro Tools HD Obviously um, Yeah But uh, And then they got Like a, a Super sweet manly mic That they're using um, Like the reference You know
1: That's what I have Oh sweet Sweet You ever got the same one Actually You should yeah. recommend to them Since they got the reference Tell them to switch out the tube Tell yeah. them to pull a Mullard Muddl- a in there If they put a Mullard tube in there It'll sound 10 times better
0: Yeah I, I believe it I believe it Tubes are everything man Cause it's you know, you can make or break it. You know, yeah, What else they got in there gear was? I mean, they're mostly tracking vocals. That's really it. <laughs> you know, like they, yeah. you know, the, the the production gets outsourced more or less. So, um, you know, they have a couple keyboards, but nothing nothing crazy in there. And uh, but yeah, it's it's mostly uh, that's mostly it as far as the signal chain.
1: Yeah, the Vintec is dope, man. I like the Vintec. I was gonna buy a Vintec a while ago when it first started coming out. Vintec's been around for a minute and stuff, man. Then you got you got like a couple different versions of the Vintec. You got the 1073, the 1084, and then yeah. you got a uh, they got an, of- an actual clone of it. Like they have a, a one-to-one. I forgot which one it is.
0: Uh, the one they've got is a five hundred series. Um, they got like oh, they got seventy three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they got the five hundred. Yeah. They got three of those actually, because they got um, they got it for their uh, like if they want to put a keyboard or something too. So, um, nice. but anyway, I just gave That's away so cool. a ton of information. I probably, George is probably gonna be calling me like, what the fuck are you doing? Did you, why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah, yo,
1: I We got Google, talking man, about if... gear,
0: George. I'm sorry, man.
1: Dude, if they want to go with the 500 series round, man, it's like, I'm pretty sure they're stuck in there. You know what I'm saying? They, they want to go with that, and that's it. But if they did want to venture out, man, there's definitely other dope options in that same price range that's uh, really good and stuff, man, for real, and everything. But um, I always thought the Vintech rack mount was better than their 500 series. Really? I thought the Vintech 500 series sounded small compared to their rack mount.
0: Yeah. I haven't, I haven't compared them, but, yeah. I yeah. mean, they, they get a pretty decent result out of it, you know? So...
1: No, I'm pretty sure they do. I was just saying in general, like tech-wise, yeah, the, I've, I've seen their 573s. I've definitely seen that and everything, because I was looking at those a while ago. But, um, right. yeah, man, I just went with the, I got the BAE ones, the BAE 1073. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen those. Those are beasts, man. Those nah, are really good. Those are like about. one-to-ones. Right. Yeah, those are really like one-to-ones. Those are really good. But <clears throat> my go-to preamp is the 6176 out of all of those.
0: Really? Yeah, so, yeah I like
1: weird. it better than the Neve.
0: Better than running the LA-2A as well? Or do you run that in in addition?
1: No, I would like, me personally, I think the um, track and vocals, the 6176 is all you need. I personally think it's better than the Neve, in my opinion. That's my taste, though. See, I like that vintage 1994 cassette tape sound. So, for me, it works perfectly. If you're trying to go, I mean, you can even go radio on it, too. I mean, I like it. And so I like the 6176, but the Neve is the industry standard, quote unquote. So it's like, that's like the industry standard of every studio you go to, is to have a Neve going into a CL1B or a LA2A with a reference mic. Right. Or u U87. Yeah. That's
0: my signal chain. U87 into the, uh, I have the Avid HD Omni. I'm using the, nice. the, the onboard preamp with that. And then I run the insert out to LA2A and then back in. So.
1: Okay, cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, so I mix with the LA2As. <clears throat> but this new the new joint I just posted I mixed with the uh, 1176 this time right And everything I started mixing with that instead now I saw somebody do it and I was like damn I want to try that out so I um yeah man once this goes back I got to get me another 1176 now and everything you know like I don't even have one no more are
0: they gonna fix it and send it back or what
1: no I'm actually gonna send this one back and just go with another brand man
0: and stuff for real for right now
1: and then come back to it later on gotcha. I think they had a bad batch or something man I have no clue and stuff, yo. So I'm waiting for them to get this together and then they'll, uh, I'll go with another brand or I'll come back and get this one next month.
0: Right, right. And That's dope. But, that, was, that was dope yeah. talking gear though, man. Uh, y- you obviously know your shit.
1: Nah, I appreciate it, man. I definitely appreciate it, man. I'm gonna tell you what I recommend for you to get though, man. If you're trying to do production and shit, I say get some Poltex, man. I think Poltex on drums is like one of the illest things ever. I think it's better than the Neve, in my opinion. All I've right. used the Neve the other day on drums. And um, they were cool, but I thought the Poltecs were more punchy, in my opinion. They didn't have that muddy low end. You feel what I'm saying? Where the knees got like a. Uh, their low end is a little bit muddy, Like right. a tiny bit. But I thought the Poltex were nice and punchy and dope.
0: Hey, when I get some bread, <laughs> maybe I'll take no, that bro. up, you know? I mean, me personally, like. You know, I mix mostly in the box, you know, just because... That's good, yeah. I mean, I have plugins for days, like, legit, but uh, I need to be able to come back and fuck with it a week later, you know, and not have to dial up a bunch of shit, you know? I'm Call me lazy, but uh, it's just... No,
1: you're not lazy, dude. (laughs) I feel the same way. And because of that, you should check out the West Audio stuff. The West Audio stuff has the analog circuitry with a digital face, meaning... Everything in there is 100% analog, and it's got full recall on the
0: plugin. So basically, oh, nice. you're
1: controlling you're controlling the gear from your Pro Tools. So you open it up as a plugin, and you make all your changes. And as you're doing that, the gear is moving.
0: That's the shit. That's yeah. Right so I will my check into alley, that. Man.
1: Yeah, and they have the Poltec. They have the SSL. They have the uh, what I have here. I have right now. I'm in front of me. I have the SSL. I have the four band EQ. They have a Poltec. They have 1176. They have all of that.
0: Right. Nice, I'm definitely going yeah, to so check that's that dope, out, man. Dude, if well, I'm
1: using it, <coughs> it's dope. Trust me. Yeah, right, right. I'm hey, not using no bullshit, man. You get,
0: you get, you getting that wipe that white thing again, man. It's like I'm wiping a fucking mirror. <laughs> that's so queen. weird, man. Why is
1: it doing and that, that stuff for real? Weird, I don't know. That... Maybe I'm trying to go to the other side and everything. It's trying to snatch me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I don't, I don't I hope we didn't bore all the fans with talk about gear for a half an hour, because. <laughs> uh you know they may not know what the fuck we're talking about but
1: uh yeah, i feel you bro and stuff for but, but but you know a lot of a I lot mean, of underground
0: cats watch the show too you know so they might be they might be yeah. like hell yeah that's what you know what were you gonna say no
1: i said i feel you on that one but this is how the music is made so if you really want to know behind the scenes this is this is how your favorite records are made you feel what i'm trying to say right and this is how your favorite records are really made like this is somebody's like favorite guitar or favorite drum. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you, what bores me is guitars. Like when yeah. people start going in guitars, that shit puts me to sleep and everything, <laughs> yo, for real. Like, some people are real passionate about the guitars and the cabs and stuff. And that, that's what bores me.
0: Tune, tune in the drum heads. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And stuff for real. I'm, but uh, back I'm, to the
1: music, man. Like I said, man, I got the Donnie Darko album I'm working on right now. Uh, we're finishing that up. I'm doing all the production on that. And um, yeah, I'm using my SP 1200 and 1000 for most of that rest of that project because uh, my 1000 one of the channels went out on me, so I'm actually had to switch over to an SP 1200.
0: Yeah, do what you got.
1: Which do. is a legendary drum. You know what I'm saying? A legendary drum machine for those who don't know.
0: So uh, tell me this, man. Um, never so deep. Let's talk about uh, the record label a little bit, man. Um, th- this is your brainchild, right? It is my brainchild,
1: man. I've had it since I've been like 16, 17.
0: Right. And you have you have a a bit of a roster going too. like a lot of these guys you're talking about are on Never So Deep, right?
1: Yeah, a lot of these guys I'm talking about definitely on Never So Deep. (laughs) What we do now in 2019 is um, we do more projects now. So artist wise, I'm only messing with a handful of artists and not not close the door after that, not negatively, just I just don't have time. So what I do is I'll, I'll have a handful of artists that I work with and then everything else after that is this production projects, meaning like, if I do a project with a certain artist, it's a production project, so it's like a one-off. So we do that project, you know what I'm saying? We get it done, then we move on to the next project. Like, me personally, like, to sign an artist and, to, and all that is just a lot of work, man. And so, to right. me personally, it's like, I like doing it the DJ, the quote-unquote DJ premiere way, where you work on a project with an artist, you get it done, then you move on to the next thing. You feel what I'm trying to say? Right. And uh, that's how we do it now in 2019. But back in the days, we was doing the signing thing where we would sign the artists work with the artists build the artists up and all that but uh yeah nowadays it's like nah i'd rather it's more do of a collaborative effort now yeah i like to do collaborative albums more now than anything you feel what i'm saying and right now i'm more excited about the darko album uh than my own project honestly and stuff Now, i'm like i'm happy for all the past stuff but this darko project is coming out dope man it's coming out really the way i wanted it to
0: and how is it going to be different from what you've done in the past
1: um, I have more experience this time, man, and stuff when it comes to mixing and uh and mastering and production. So I feel that I can um I think before I was going off a of pure talent with no type of um knowledge on things, where well, now I have the knowledge and pure talent. So now I feel that like this new album is gonna be even better. Like for people who like pull the fucking trigger, which is my group, my other group, pull the fucking trigger, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's me, Darko, and Apollo Valdez, so Apollo just dropped his album that I fully produced from front to back. That was a banging-ass album. That's the video you just played. Yeah. Um, if you like that project, then you'll love the Darko project because it's even harder. Like, it's the beats are harder. Like, you feel what I'm trying to say? Like, we're going for a different route. And even the new single we have, London, is, like, one of the best, and I think for those who've been following me forever. Like, you gotta say, like, I have a... Like, I put it this way, and I'm not even trying to be like that. It's to explain to people who are new to me. I have what you call a cult fan base. You feel what I'm saying? So I have right. a people who've been following me from super back in the days to people who've been following me from the middle on. You feel what I'm saying? Like I have a fan right. base for each project. So I have people who only like the ghetto metal shit. That have people who only like the street shit. And I have people who only like another thing. You feel what I'm saying? So they only that's how my fans basically work. And then I have fans who like it all. You know what I'm saying?
0: There might be some that only know you as DJ Bless. Exactly.
1: Like I had somebody the other day I was in the uh, no bullshit man. I was in this restaurant the other day getting some food and the dude um Somehow we started talking about music. I don't know how it came up. And I was like, yeah, man, follow me on Instagram. And uh, he looked at it and he said, damn, you're DJ Bless? Like, no shit. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, he's known me. He said that he knew my music back in high school. You feel what I'm trying to say? So I've lived different lives, man. I feel like I've lived in my career, I've lived different lives throughout the music. You feel what I'm saying? So I have fan bases for those periods of time in their life.
0: Right. That's the shit man. I mean, you you've pretty much from what I've seen and heard and just talking to you tonight, I mean, you've pretty much done it all from you know, the the artist, DJ, producer, engineer, you know, collaborative guy, sync solo guy. Like, you've done everything. Like what what have you yeah. not done? I mean, is there is there um, like a dream collab that you, you or somebody that uh, that you just haven't had a chance to work with, whether it be the underground or mainstream that you, you wanna you wanna work with or somebody that's on your radar?
1: um somebody's on my radar man i always keep on bringing up the same name for the past couple of years but it, it for some reason never comes through i don't know why uh me and Vinny Paz. i would like to produce oh him because i think that uh i think Vinny would sound way better on my piece than he does on the peoples he's rocking with now <laughs> like you feel what i'm saying and right. stuff for real like i think they're cool but i'm not like it's starting to sound the same it's starting to sound repetitive Like you feel what i'm trying to say so i think a guy like me can take it to another level you feel what i'm saying that would be be dope
0: man you should reach out to him if you haven't already man because he's well we spoke a a couple times
1: back in the days yeah we spoke a couple times and everything it just it just didn't fall through like we spoke a couple times but um we got the same like how like how you said you know we have the same mutual people so um we might see what's good man you never know whatever god wills we'll see what's good
0: you never know man so what uh did you did you go over the whole roster for Never So D Apollo Valdez, Donnie Darko, you obviously. Who else do we got?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean we got um shit we got Danny Die Rich, which is out of Cali. And um who else we got? We got our uh, rhythm writers. And then um that's it for right now, man. I, like our roster's pretty small right now, man, because I wanted it that way. Like right. you feel what I'm saying? Because right. with a big roster is is too much, man. And stuff. And I'm pretty sure people like uh George and would can, can totally sympathize with me on that. When you have, like, a huge roster, I mean, that's a lot of phone calls getting to your phone of when my album's coming out, when are we going to be doing shit? Like, you feel what I'm trying to say? Like, mm-hmm. there's only so much you can take of that and everything. So for me, I've learned throughout the years have a small roster of people you love to work with and you enjoy working with, so this way it doesn't seem like work. You enjoy working with them, you get stuff done, and then all your outside stuff, you do one-offs with. You feel what I'm saying? So basically, you, you produce the project, and, uh, and that's it. You produce the project and you move on to the next one. If y'all feel like I want to do another one, you do another one.
0: Right. Speaking of uh, um, you know Magic Ninja, uh, you've been working with Lex a little bit too, right?
1: Yes, me and Lex got a project coming out. I did like two tracks with Lex already. You feel what I'm saying? So we yeah. did like two joints and uh, I produced. And um, There was yeah, the, we got... one on
0: that new, uh, Dark Midnight record, right? Yeah, actually, yeah, that's the third one. You're right. It's yeah. always one on Dark Midnight. Yeah, you're right.
1: And stuff. This show is one on there. I forgot he's on that one. He's on a Ducko album too. He's on a song called uh, "Raw," that's beast, man. And um, that song is really hard, man. The beat, the the lyrics, everything is. uh, It came together beautifully, man. So he's on that too, and everything. Lex is a very underrated rapper, man. I think that. um, I think he doesn't get the. I think he doesn't get the push. Like he. It's all for him. He's so lyrical that it's all about production. Like certain guys are so lyrical that they need the right beats to take them to a different plateau. You feel what I'm trying to say? Because we're in that type of era now to where you just can't put out a fucking, like a a, acapella album or you can't just rap on anything. Like you get what I'm trying to say? Because what it does is it doesn't really showcase who you are. So for a guy like Lex, I mean, to me, it's very production heavy. Like that, he's a rapper who's definitely needs like a a me or a DJ Premier or some of that nature. Like you feel what I'm saying? Because his lyrics, he's too, he's real lyrical. Like he needs somebody to bring it out even more. Like you get what I'm trying to say. Like he's yeah. he's one of the elite. He's one of the elite lyricists out there, in my opinion. Like he's really that fucking good. He is, yo. And, stuff, you know? and he's really that good. But a guy like him, like I said, man, man, that white shit again. A guy like him, man, is like um, is production heavy, man. He's very production heavy. Like the right beat. Can take his career to another level like you feel what i'm saying it's all about the right beat and the right song and so because he's so like like i said man he's one of the best lyricists i've heard in a long time and stuff yo he's so raw with it man like the guy's got energy he's got like he's beast man he's a beast dude man and stuff i just wish he got more recognition for his for his rhymes man among the elite guys like you get what i'm trying to say yeah and so but it's all politics man that's another thing i gotta let all y'all know man a lot of these people who you see who we all say is underrated or we should hear more of it's politics behind all that shit, man. It's a lot of fucking politics, dude. And stuff. So, you feel what I'm trying to say? It's all right. about who you know and who can get you in the right position to get the right you know what I'm saying, get the right uh people to look at you on your voice and stuff. So that's just my opinion on it. But I think he's dope as shit.
0: Indeed. I mean, yeah, Lex is he's one of the best in the underground and honestly he deserves to be up there with some of the more mainstream cats, really. I mean, he, he's at that- he, <laughs> I agree. He's at that level, you know. Uh, no, of, I totally agree. I think Alex and, is
1: totally at that level.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, so you got a couple more tracks coming out with him. Uh, uh, I had a, a message from McNasty a while ago. Um, he told me to ask you, uh, when are you gonna send him those beats? Wow. Oh, yeah, I do
1: got to send him some joints, man. I'm, you know what it is, man? <laughs> I'm a one-man army. So yeah. a lot of times, man, yo, I just be like, all the beats I have will be taken within like a night. But no, I definitely got to get him some more beats, man, hands down, because I love working with him. He always brings out my beats to the right way and stuff. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he always brings it out in the most illest way.
0: For sure. Um, do you have any, uh, any plans to work with Psycho again in the future, man? <laughs>
1: I mean, we spoke here and there, man. And so it's, the vibe got to be right, though, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I love Cycle to death, man. But the vibe got to be right with that dude, man. Because that's my nigga, and I love him to death. And I stick up for him every which way. But the vibe got to be on point. You feel what I'm saying? Like, the vibe between me and him got to be 100%. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And we can do something.
0: Right. I had a, um, another question that got sent in. Um... What were the initial reactions to the August Underground and Black Sunday albums uh, since they were very brutal and unapologetic releases?
1: They're classics, man. I seen August Underground going for $1,500 on fucking Amazon one day. Right. The classic fucking albums. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like Those were albums that really captured my emotion at that time. I would say Black Sunday more than anything because I thought Black Sunday was more closer to my heart. Uh, I thought August Underground was dope. It's a really fucking really good album. I thought that was a better put together album. In my opinion. I thought I thought Black Sunday content-wise was more closer to my heart. And I thought August Underground was a really good, all around, put-together production album. And the response on that has been to this day, people still beg me for those albums. Like you feel what I'm trying to say that those are like the classic albums. And that's what I was saying. I got classic projects, man. Like hands down between that, Cycle to Snuff Rills, Emotional Disorders, like all of those. Those are classic projects.
0: For sure. Did you have, uh, was the initial reaction, though, from like when you first put him out? Did people get it? I guess- I, I
1: Hell yeah. I, I think that, that was- is an
0: understatement. Yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, they got it, dude, that shit, that's why we talking right now. Right, <laughs> right, right, it, right,
0: right. I think that's what he was asking, though, that's why I was trying to- Yeah, he, no, they got it, dude,
1: got it is an understatement, yo. That shit blew me up throughout the whole world. People who don't speak English know my name. <laughs>
0: Oh man, somebody in the chat was saying uh Sutter Kane is my shit. I told him my first car while blaring August Underground.
1: See? There you go. I'm sorry you told your car that fucking sucks.
0: The gear god, my dude Sutter Kane. Uh Kane is the genius producer. Uh they're giving you they're, they're, they're giving y'all props in there, man.
1: Yeah, tell them I appreciate all of them, man. There's more music to come, man. And stuff for real. I'm gonna stop being a uh, secluded hermit and start uh being more open and talking to things and getting things done. Right. I'd be so secluded in my studio, man, that days just go by. And I just like completely just work, 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 work.
0: Right, right. Well, look, man, we got about an hour in, man. You want to take a little break and uh, I could spin another one of these videos and uh, maybe come back and take some phone calls?
1: Yeah, that's cool, man. Let's make it happen.
0: All right, man. Cool. Um, so uh, what was this other video you sent me, man? You want to you wanna, uh, prop it up real quick?
1: Uh, Which one? The Dark Murder?
0: Uh, I think that's the one. Yeah, Dark Murder, yeah.
1: Yeah, Dark Murder's sick, man. That shit was shot in Germany when I went to Germany. That was shot there. It's a beast this, album. This man. is and you and Apollo album.
0: Valdez, right?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and, and mind you I directed all these videos and edited all these videos and shot these videos. I'm also a filmmaker.
0: Oh, shit. Are you doing any big films or just music videos or what?
1: Yeah, we're working on movies and everything now. We're working on a ton of stuff. That's why I said in August I could talk more about things. Oh, shit. But for right now, yeah, man. All these music videos you see coming out, Never So Deep, is I produce. I say ninety percent of them I've directed, shot, edited, color corrected, all of that.
0: Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, this shit looks dope. I mean, it looks professional. What are you, what are you uh, filming on? Camera wise? Uh,
1: Canon Five D Mark IV, and um, I use like uh, Canon L lenses, man. Like I got like a thirty-five millimeter L Mark II. 1.4, a 50, 1.2, and an 85, and what, stuff, yeah. So. What
0: are you chopping with, Media Composer or Final Cut?
1: Nah, actually, I use Final Cut, man.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what I use. Yeah, Final I, Cut X. That's what I use, too, so, yeah. Yeah,
1: I love it, man. Final Cut X is dope. I used to use Sony Vegas, like Black Tar Heroin and all that shit. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that music video. Like That was Sony Vegas.
0: Right, right. But, man, yeah. See, I, I, I
1: about Black Tar Heroin. Black Tar Heroin was another classic record that everybody knows.
0: Right, right. Hey, you—you you got a lot, you know. There's a lot. There's yeah. You, you feel know what I'm saying? You know, it's funny, man. I don't want to put them on blast or anything, man. But like, you know, you look at guys like Twisted, you know. They've made so much music that like they'll hear a track and like, what the fuck record was this? You know? Dude, I've been there. You know what I'm <laughs> I've been, saying? Like, I've been there. we sound dope. Dude, I've been you know? There. What? What record is this? You know? It's it's funny to me because like it'd be like, dude, i just been a there. classic classic track and like, it's just like. They don't do it live So they're not thinking About it all the time You know what I mean
1: Nah I totally feel, I've, been in, I've, I've been around people Who have my music Who have been following it And uh, they'll play something And I'm like Damn who's that That's you I'm like Damn when did I record that shit Like that shit hard as hell Right Like I'll forget about A beat or something Like they had I'm like damn That shit hard
0: Right Alright man Well look We'll play this video um, I might spin one other one And then um, we'll, we'll come back We'll take some phone calls And uh be more with uh, Sutter Kane, man. Word. On Wicked 101. And we're back on Wicked 101. And I got my homie Sutter Kane still in the building. Still here, making it happen. And uh, if you want to call in and chop it up with us, uh, we got the phone lines open. It's 734 Um, So, yeah, call in. Get your questions asked answered answered and asked asked and answered uh but yeah man we got the phone lines open kick it with us man um yeah so i was going to talk
1: about two about um kind of a lot of people want to know this and i get access a lot like what's the difference between the major stuff like major labels and underground you feel what I'm I get that access right. a lot and stuff yo and i uh, definitely want to get that across before i forget is that um when i was doing August underground and Black Sunday i was working at Capitol. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I was already over there working and stuff, and what I noticed is that with the underground, you have way more freedom than with the majors. The majors pay really good, but your freedom is really taking a lot. Like, you feel what I'm trying to say? Like, kind of... They pick and choose what they feel is good. You feel what I'm saying? What they feel is dope to wear. With your underground, you can do what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it, and put it out how you want to do it, and take a chance. In the buildings, you have to convince somebody that shit. You feel what I'm saying? So... That was where the whole Sutter Kane thing came about, man. I was like, I just wanted to have my freedom to do what I wanted to do. Like, you feel what I'm saying? And, and rock it like that. So I just think now in 2019, man, with all the distribution that's out here now, that if you're a dope artist or anything, man, as long as you make music that you personally like, that uh, people will listen, man, like hands down.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um... What, uh, you, you've talked about some of the projects you got going on. Um, are there any other like collabs kind of hanging out in the works or anybody that uh, um, that you, you're, you're planning to work with that's not uh, not like uh, Paulo Valdes and you know, your, your crew, you know?
1: Yeah, nah, chance, down man. Um, there's a lot of stuff I'm working on right now, man, and stuff so for real, like uh, a lot of overseas stuff I'm working with out of Russia, Germany and stuff like that, man. I'm working with a lot of stuff out there that I can talk about later on. But collaborative-wise, um, yo, I'm gonna be honest with you, man, my main focus right now is finishing up this Darko album. Right. I've been getting asked about this album for about two years. Like, when is the new Darko album coming out? So that's like my main focus right now, is finishing up that album, and then after that, work on my album.
0: So we, we talked about um, like a couple of your hip, uh, hip-hop influences. Um, and we kind of glossed over some of your uh your metal influences um but what do you think uh if there was like one record from both genres that influenced you the most what, what do you think they would be oh
1: man i would say um killer priest heavy mental of hip-hop and i would say of metal i would say faith no more's epic album i bought that album in 1990 i think it was or 1989 i was i knew i was in elementary school when i bought that album that album has the illest breaks for metal samples. It's ridiculous. Like that album is like. I'm surprised that samples haven't been like pillaged from that album. Like it's really a dope album.
0: So it uh, looks like we got a caller. Uh, caller, you're live on the air. Uh, what's your name? Where you calling from? Yeah, yeah. What's happening, baby? My name is Kenneth. How you feeling, brother? Oh man. Uh, you know we, we, we're keeping it real. We're we're moving forward and uh, talking about Sutter Kane, man. What's going down? Yo, Axe Kane, man. You know, I, I remember him as DJ Plus, man. When he, uh, when he was doing those projects, man. You know, why did he he leave them the majors, man? You know what I mean? And, and came back to the underground, man. Was that his Was that his decision? Was the label's decision? You know what I'm saying to you? A lot of cats trying to get to the majors, you know. And Kane brought that sound, man. That was uh, different. You know what I mean? And, and brought it back down home. Could you Could you hear that, uh, Sutter Kane?
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard it. And stuff man I'm, i left the majors man because it was bullshit. it was they they control everything like and i honestly didn't leave i still do an ass of business over there you feel what i'm trying to say like i kind of fluctuate between both but the whole point is man being independent is the best freedom you can fucking possibly have and everything being independent man like to be able to call your own shots put out your own records and get stuff done man is a freedom that's unheard of you feel what i'm saying most people in the majors if you know how to maneuver it the way I do, then you'll have fun and enjoy yourself. But if you are a, a upcoming producer and you influenced by like, you feel what I'm saying? Like you don't have that type of influence yet, man, they will control the fuck out of you and everything. You know, they'll tell you when to do it, how to do it, what to do it. You feel what I'm trying to say? Like you might have a dope ass idea and those fuckers will shut that shit down if it don't fix with their uh, with their criteria and what they're doing. So for me fluctuating between both I I felt that was better, is to go ahead, establish Never So Deep, use the money I make from the majors to fund Never So Deep, and get it popping that way. You found so all the money I made with the majors, which was a lot, no, not trying to brag, you know what I'm saying? That's what funded my company and stuff to make me take chances like that. Like I could take a chance like that and say, okay, I'm gonna put out oh, August on the ground. I could put out an Agency 1994. And that was the first album I put out. And I think that was 2003, often of never so deep that I took a chance with was Agency 1994. And for those who've been following me know that those two albums are classics. Like you feel what I'm saying? The first one and the second one, Days of Our Lives and Real Life Is As Dope As The Movies are, the, are classic albums. So I took the money I made from that to fund all the projects I had were never so deep. You feel what I'm trying to say and get that popping. So I fluctuate between both until this day, I fluctuate between both. Like literally to this day, I'm still fluctuating in the buildings. I'm still taking care of shit. You feel what I'm saying? But I just don't brag I don't, I don't post about it and stuff. Yo. But there's right. a ton of shit I'm doing. And that's why I said, when all this comes, you're going to hear a fucking announcement that is going to shut everything down and people are going to be like, oh shit. Like this dude, he's in a whole class of his own. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like this, man a person like me i feel like i look at myself as a chameleon man i could fluctuate in any environment of entertainment when it comes to film music industry underground fucking sub underground left underground i don't give a fuck what goddamn section it is i can know how to i know how to maneuver in there and get it popping man that white thing's coming again i know how to maneuver in there and get it popping you feel what i'm saying it's because i believe in my talent and i know that what i do is fucking dope like you feel I'm trying to say so that's why i personally stopped dealing with them a lot and stuff yo as far as like putting out a lot of records with them i started taking those same beats and saying instead of me putting it to here i could put it to my own shit and make it even bigger
0: that was a good question man uh did you have anything else you wanted to ask or say yeah 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 now i saw a man that he worked with uh wendy goldstein and, and uh naeem ali tell, tell us about that man you know what I'm saying? That, 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 those, are the those
1: are the people that signed the deals. I mean, what's going on with that? I mean, we still got stuff going on right now. Right now, Naeem Ali and Wendy Goldstein are head of uh, Warner Brothers Music Group and stuff. They're the head of theirs. So uh, one of them, actually, Naeem Ali wanted to know, what do I want and stuff? And I didn't have an answer. Like, you feel know what I'm trying to say? Like, he wants to know, what do I want? for. Uh, to to go over to Warner Brothers. I don't have an answer right now. Like, you feel what I'm saying? I'm doing what I'm doing now with Never So Deep so well that I don't have an answer. You feel what I'm saying? So what I do, like I said, man, I just fluctuate between both. If I see something that's dope over there that I want, I go get it. If not, then i stay where I'm at. No. Okay, all
0: right. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right, peace, Kane. All right, man. Thanks for calling in, man. damn i mean that, that, that dude obviously was a, a big fan and knew uh and knew the sh- newest shit
1: yeah i told you man i got guys from back in the days who know it to this day man who have been following me for a long time and know what time it is man but like i said man that's my opinion on the difference between the majors and the underground man if you can stay if you can stay independent and you got a good funding to get it done i say go that route
0: right and um if if you give me a second here um I want to show uh, I want to show the the viewers um, the uh, the album you, you just did the uh, the Dark Midnight cover because you, you gave me an ad to throw up, um, so I want to do that. Real oh clear. yeah, Dark Midnight. Yeah yeah, give me one second and I can do that. I want to press the wrong button here. There we go. Okay. Um, hold on one second. I gotta take you off the screen for a second. People can still hear you though. Um, so yeah, this is the uh, the album uh, that you just you just put out. How long ago was that? It's like a month or two ago, right?
1: Yeah, I think we put it out on uh, April 29th. <coughs> uh, that's when we dropped that album. That's the Sutter King and Apollo Valdez album. A fucking dope-ass album, man. It's a really good album. It goes Plus hard the artwork, man. too, man. The artwork is, yeah, that cover is really good, man. Uh, if y'all want to get some, like, graphics, man, check out my homegirl, Hip-Hop Junkie, on uh, Instagram. She did that cover. She's done a lot of our covers, man, and stuff, from Pull the Fucking Trigger On. Like, anything from Pull the Fucking Trigger On, she's done and stuff, yo. Uh, she runs one of the top Instagram blog sites for hip-hop, so definitely check her out. It's uh, Hip-Hop Junkie.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to I just wanted to show that real quick because uh, you know, well, I mean we're obviously getting toward the end here, but um, I just yeah,
1: definitely wanted, I just
0: kind of wanted to throw that up there while we were talking about it. Um, so what else? Uh, what, is there anything else you want to p- plug or push, man? While we're while we're wrapping up here?
1: Yeah, definitely, man. Yo, follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active at, yo. It's Sutter Kane NSD. S U T T E R K A I N N S D. Follow me on there, yo, on Instagram, and I'm gonna be posting a lot about gear, a ton of stuff about gear, production. I'm about to really get heavy into the gear scene now, man, and stuff, I'm about to really put my foot in there and get heavy into the gear scene and start posting about dope gear for people to buy and how I get my production the way it sounds and dope drum machines and stuff like that, man. So definitely follow me on there. then um, <clears throat> we're gonna be shooting videos. I'm start showing what cameras I use, why I use a certain camera, why I use a certain lens. Like I'm gonna be really showing a lot, man, but it's not tutorials. It's just basically you just following me around. I'm showing you how I do it. You feel what I'm trying to say? Right. Like it's a difference and stuff. I'm showing you how, how I put stuff out and why I choose this and why I choose that and everything, you feel what I'm saying? Like that's why my new passion is that really is with uh, is with gear and film, man. A lot of film and stuff. Like with cameras, lenses, um, stuff like that, man. That's where a lot of my passion is at right now. Including mixing, like how would you say you was doing the mixing and engineering. Right. Like, um, dude, I'm gonna be real with you, man. I'll, I prefer mixing over engineering. And so I'm not a fan of engineering, man. You have to be patient for that and stuff, man. But engineering takes a lot of patience.
0: Yeah well you know for me like it, it depends on the artist that I'm working with you know like very true man like, like if it's somebody you got a rapport with and you're having a good time then it, it goes a lot better like I have more fun with it you know but like if it's somebody that you're not really feeling and they're just paying you and it's like you know whatever dude you know what I mean <laughs> but but, no, if I feel but, if, you, but if they're dude. a dope artist and you know you have a rapport and you're having fun I, I enjoy it a lot more so
1: no I feel you man I just know for me um I don't know man, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older now nowadays, engineering is just like it takes patience, man. Like even with guys I like, like it takes patience because I'm like, okay, let's do that again. Or let's let's rock it this way. Like you feel what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah, right. I like mixing. Mixing has been my new like because it's it's you and and you, the computer and the gear by yourself in a room and you can just listen to the, to the music all day and just mix. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like right. you're in your own zone.
0: Right. Feel you. was there anything else uh you wanted to plug man while we're uh
1: yeah man this uh never deep records.com uh sutter Kane nsd right follow here. me on youtube um what is the youtube uh youtube.com uh never deep records and uh you i appreciate you man and stuff you know what i'm saying plug your stuff i appreciate you man oh, my, having me my, on here and um uh,
0: my stuff's been on the screen the whole time so uh, don't worry man they just ignored well, there it there you go then i don't know what to tell them but it's all right there man nah, i feel you, you man on... but nah, i
1: appreciate everyone man just follow me on instagram now like i said man that's where i post a lot of stuff as on instagram one and facebook i mean i post on both but instagram is where i really post that so follow me on there you got any questions about gear production anything man just yo ask away man and stuff man like this is the part i love man like ask away any
0: questions you got anything yeah i'm definitely i'm definitely gonna follow you uh as you're doing your production videos and stuff man i'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna keep up and uh watch what you got going on and 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 also follow your music and stuff too man because uh holy shit man you got you got some shit
1: thank you man i appreciate it man i definitely appreciate it and i appreciate all the fans i appreciate anybody who's been supporting me since day one like i appreciate all of y'all man let's continue to uh make some dope uh, dope things man dope music let's share the music let's get it popping man make some dope stuff man
0: if you don't mind, before we sign off, man, I got a couple things I want to plug real quick. Um, yeah,
1: go I, for it, man.
0: I'm going to take you off the screen for a second. Um, again, they can still hear you. So, uh, coming up on Wicked 101, uh, on the next episode, man, we got my homie uh, Staples making a return. Um, are you hip to Staples, Sutter Kane? No, nah, I got you. Got to put me on some. Oh I'm my home. god, man! He's 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 a Saginaw, Michigan, uh, wicked shit legend, man, and uh, okay. So uh, and he he's got some dope. He had a a dope new album that came out. And I feel like everybody's sleeping on it. So I'm bringing him back. He was on the very first Wicked 101, and uh, nice. I'm excited to have my boy back. Um, and then after that, um, that's that's in July, and then after that, uh, I got my homie Kung Fu Vampire. Uh, Hanging out uh, In August So Nice That's gonna be dope I also wanna plug My buddy uh, Toxic From Troubled Minds His new album uh, Just came out Called I Need Therapy Um Troubled Minds Is dope man I think these guys Get slept on a lot too And uh They're 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 hardcore You know Um And this album right here Just came out Like a month or so ago And uh It's fucking phenomenal man These guys keep Stepping it up With each release And um I'm fucking proud of them for doing that. Nice. Um But uh, let's see here. Um, the other thing I want to plug is uh, my homegirls show, uh, the best friend show. These girls, super super cool chicks. They talk about everything from uh, hip hop, horrorcore to uh, dudes that they're fucking. Um, but uh, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> but super 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 cool chicks though, man. It's a good it's a good time. Um, I enjoy the show thoroughly. It's not just because they're my homegirls either um, Have you fucked them? No oh, Okay No, I, 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 have, I have definitely not <laughs> Definitely not no, no, uh, Nope. Definitely he said not. no
1: quick
0: <laughs> Now they've been on the show though, no man they're, they're, they're good friends of mine um, They're friends of the show for sure But anyways, man I'm going to let you get on with your night, man um, I don't got anything else for you My 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 iPad died with all my notes So if I had other questions, good, so I, I can't find them um but anyways man thank you so much for doing this man it was a pleasure um you're super cool dude man we gotta we gotta we gotta kick it some more man um but uh you're welcome to, to chime in anytime if we got another guest or something man call us in and you know you know lex has been on here psycho's been on here so uh you got something to add yeah man, be, be dope all
1: right cool man let's make it happen man. i appreciate all y'all man let's make it rock
0: All right, man. Well, you have a good night, man, and uh, we'll sign out with uh, uh, American History X featuring Sutter Kane. All right, peace. All right, peace, man.